I was always doing magic tricks, illusions, and, and even hypnosis at an early age, even in school. Well, I got a Paul Daniels magic set when I was about five or six uh, from Santa Claus, I suppose. And, you know, it just kind of escalated on from there. You know, every single year for birthday parties, for Christmas, I'd always get a new magic set. And then when I was about 14, I got a, a great book called The Klutz Book of Magic. And that's when I kind of started taking magic seriously. I started performing really in the public eye, as in paid performances. So uh, it was really when I was 14, I started doing kids' parties. And then shortly after that, I started actually doing the boats from Ross Lair over to, over to um, Cherbourg over in France and became the resident magician there for a couple of years as well. I was a bit of a messer as a kid, so I used to get into quite a bit of trouble. But overall, a great relationship. And, you know, even to this day, we're great friends. Um, but, you know, I'd always, rather than just being a friend of my dad's, I'd always respect him for being my dad, take his advice. And his advice has been great over the years. He was a great entertainer. And I suppose I, I probably get the entertainment aspect of my life from him. Um, you know, he, in the a lot of people will remember the tops of the town way back in the day, uh, you know, was on TV and it was highly... Uh, you know, highly regarded back in the day. But my dad used to always be the lead in a lot of the musicals. But then when he met my mum, uh, you know, they kind of laugh about it now. My mum said, you know, uh, you can hit the road and become a superstar entertainer or you can choose me. So he chose her and, uh, you know, he doesn't regret it uh, as far as I know to this day. But uh, I, I think I get that kind of entertainment aspect of my life from him, you know. My mum was just a, a good old-fashioned Irish mum, you, know, uh, you know, obviously brought us up to the best of her capabilities and instilled a lot of morals and values which I I keep to this day you know always treat people with respect and honour and dignity um, but you know she's kind of a quirky funny lady herself um, you know and I get a, a bit of my I guess messer personality from, from her but she worked very hard when we were young you know she used to work uh, doing lots of different jobs just to you know pay our way through school and even through college for me you know a lot of people don't realise that I went to college up in UCG which is now NUIG I live in Hollywood quite a bit. People don't realise this. I spend probably six months of every year and I've done that for 10 years uh, over in Hollywood. And, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy place. It is la-la land. It is what you see on TV. And, you know, if you don't, I suppose, have a good family backbone behind you, you know, I still, uh, you know, I'm very lucky to have both parents still alive and I've got a great wife and a great daughter. And if you don't have that, uh, I think Hollywood can pretty quickly chew you up and spit you out. We've all seen it happen to both Irish celebrities and other celebrities over there. Uh, whenever Michael Jackson came to um, uh, Ireland back in, in the 80s or whatever it was, I was born in 76, so I think I was 10 or 12, so he probably came in 88, I guess. And uh, when Michael Jackson came to Ireland, it was the first concert that I ever went to in my life was uh, Michael Jackson when he played down in Cork there. And there was 80,000 odd people in the audience. And it was just an unbelievable experience. But more than that, I remember in his concert at the time, people now wouldn't remember, but I do remember that he used uh, a lot of illusions and magic in his concert. And... I got to love Michael Jackson even more because of that. I think at the time he had a huge fan base. I mean, obviously we know all the, the kind of nonsense that went on in his life since then. But at the end of the day, it was all about the music and about the spectacle back then. And it was just an amazing experience. And I don't have a great memory when it goes back to childhood. In other words, I've got a great uh, memory now for memorising decks of cards and sequence and memorising even full books and stuff. Um but when it goes back to remembering early memories, uh, I struggled sometimes, but I don't struggle at all with that moment.
moment in time. I remember seeing that, seeing the spectacle of it and seeing the magic in it. And even then, that kind of inspired me even more t- to do what I want to do now, which is uh, just perform in front of people and you know put on the best performance ever. And it was just an amazing moment in time. And even now, you know, I think you know, I'm not alone when I say, you know, Thriller is an amazing song. And, uh, you know, I, I like to, to get up and dance to it every time I hear it, you know. I've had a lot of girlfriends uh, before I met my wife, but I met my wife quite at quite a young age. Like I was seventeen and she was sixteen, so uh, that was, you know, literally I suppose love at first sight. You know, it sounds mushy and schmushy, but it's probably the truth. You know, we met when I was seventeen, she was sixteen, and we're still together now. We've never broken up over that seventeen or eighteen years. Um, so yeah, I, I remember being in Breen's nightclub when I was 17, seeing her and her brother and I went to school together and he came over and his exact words were, Barry, will you shift me sister? And uh, I said, absolutely, where is she? Let's go. And uh, and we've been together ever since, you know. But uh, I was a huge Queen fan, always, from the first time I ever heard them. And once again, that was one of the first songs I probably really remember of theirs. Uh, that and Bohemian Rhapsody still to this day would be my two favourite songs and it's a kind of magic it's kind of funny because when I go on TV programmes such as Ellen DeGeneres over in the States or maybe Paula Grady it's invariably the song that they play uh, because it is an obvious choice I suppose but I think it's a brilliant song and you know Freddie Mercury I think we all look at him and and realise what a hero he was and what an amazing singer he was and not only a singer but once again a performer I look to people as performers rather than just singers and he could take hold of a, a crowd of a hundred thousand or a crowd of ten people and enthrall them either way so yeah it's a kind of magic still has a, a special place in my heart you know the main things that I've learned over the years are be honourable be ethical is another thing because most people uh, I believe in business uh, at a high level are unethical and we've seen it here in Ireland many many times people that we respect and trust turn out to be unethical so I think it's very important in business to be ethical uh, obviously in other areas of your life as well but I think in business particularly so yeah uh, you know, and, and treat others the way you want to be treated it sounds like uh, you know, easy advice and advice we all know but I, I think sometimes uh, we see statements like that as wishful thinking rather than just following them and I think most people should you know take check sometimes and actually follow the advice that they were given a, as as youngsters so yeah um, you know follow your life with honesty dignity and respect and uh, and have fun is the other thing you know follow your passion most people don't follow their passion I know too many people bored behind desks and uh you know, not enjoying their lives. And I think if you follow your passion, then money will invariably follow you. 